If you find value in the content we provide, consider the tip jar. All the details are in the show notes of every episode. Thanks in advance. This has been an ACB community call. Today's Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, July 25th, 2023. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute. As usual, a couple of announcements at the top here. First, wanted to remind everyone we want to get through all first questions first. And if we do that, then we will take second questions. Also, please be respectful and allow everyone else to get their questions answered with the same respect you would want to. Also, Games with Lady A is right after this. So go check that out. And if you don't have all the details, you can find them in today's email to get over there. Also, the question of the day today is, do you use a music service on any of your devices? And if so, which one and what do you love or hate about it? Michael Doyce, how are you doing today? Doing good, Marty. Thank you for having me back. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. And Michael Babcock, what you got for us? And there was also a request to give a little spiel on the updates that came out yesterday. Oh, can you hear me now? There we yep, go. We can hear yes. you. Yeah, yeah. Had to unmute. Uh, so I will mention those updates here in a quick moment after I go through this quick spiel of the content that we've been publishing. And remember, if you are interested in any of the content that we talk about in this section, or you just want a replay of what we chatted about today, you can find Unmute Presents in your favorite podcast apping ability to get all of the content that is mentioned. Yesterday, I published an episode uh, with our co-host, Demasi, called TW18, Traveling and New Updates. Uh, we start that episode out by cats falling out of the sky onto my co-host, Demasi's head. You'll definitely want to listen to that. And then we transition into a discussion about traveling through the airport, me using Ira to independently navigate Las Vegas airport on my own and how that made me feel. And then we also chatted a bit about networking. Um, on Sunday, we published an episode called Publishing Your Podcast Episode, a step-by-step -step guide. For people who are interested in publishing a podcast, this content goes in and shows you how to publish that new episode in Pinecast, which is the tool that we use to host our podcast. It's also the tool that ACB Media uses to host their podcast, and a lot of other uh, blind podcasters use Pinecast as well. On Saturday, we sat down and recorded an episode, Demasi, Michael D., myself, and Marty, and we chatted about a question that came up on a Tuesday call, one of these calls, where someone said, can you talk about routers and mesh routers? So you can listen to that in the IACast podcast feed right now. It's available or on the IACast YouTube channel. Or if you are subscribed to Unmute Presents, then you'll get that content on this coming Saturday. On Friday, we published GPT, uh, price, GPT updates with, uh, price increases such as YouTube premium increasing their price. YouTube music also went up a dollar for those who didn't know. And I believe Spotify prices recently increased too. And then we also talk about the sad passing of Kevin Mitnick and we get a little bit into Kevin Mitnick on IACast as well. On Thursday, we did a quick recap with the 2023 conventions. So I, uh, Marty had myself and Michael D on. I was talking about my experiences as a vendor at the ACB 2023 conferencing convention. And Michael D was talking about his experiences as a way around vendor at the 2023 NFB conference. So, uh, go give that a listen for a real quick. I, I don't think we talked for very long, but we gave people a quick, uh, explanation of what was going on. And then on Wednesday on the Shell Phone Show, we published a episode talking to you about how to set up your ringtones on your Blind Shell Classic 2. Marty, to answer your question for me, I would uh, I I subscribe to Apple Music with Apple One, and that is my music provider. And uh, I will probably not subscribe to another one, at least not for the foreseeable future. 
So I'll hand it back over to you. All right. Michael Doyce, what is your favorite music service of choice? What do so, you love about it? What do you hate about it? I, I'm currently using two, but my my main pick is Apple Music, especially in iOS 17 with yes, Crossfade. Sir. Yes, that sir. That is Fab. so yep. neat. Yep. Yep. No silence between my music anymore. Right. <laughs> and I, I am use, Spotify and Apple Music. I use SiriusXM as well for um, uh, di- for discovering new music. That's what I mainly use it for. Ah. Okay. I need to find a tool to discover music more because Apple Music isn't the best to discover new content. No. All right. Let's take a hand or two. Let's take Herbie's hand. Go ahead, please, Herbie. Hey, Herbie. Is he trying to get an unmute joke out of us? Unmute. All right. Um, My Zoom changed on me to where I suddenly don't have my unmute button on the one. Okay. Let's go away. We'll start somewhere two. Thanks. Um, first of all, my music service is Apple Music. Um, I find the search functionality a little bit interesting on iOS 17. And um, that's a whole other discussion that I don't know if we want to have on here since it is beta software. So um, I won't go into that. But one thing that I love about Apple Music is the lossless format that comes built in instead of having to pay extra. And of course, with the AirPods, you get music in Dolby Atmos. So that is something that uh, I really love about Apple Music. And uh, as part of YouTube Premium, which I'm unhappy that it's going up, but I am happy that as a longtime premium member, I get to stay at the current price and at least until like around December. Um, I do get the YouTube Music app as part of that as well. So that is a secondary one. Um, and then, you know, the SiriusXM app is also good. I don't use it as much for music, but I, I, you know, it has other content on there, but I do use it some for music as well. Um, and I agree with you that Apple Music is not the best for discovering um, things. But my question is, I started playing with the Hulu app yesterday, and I'm just curious, how do you make sure that audio description is enabled? Or is it a show-by-show basis thing? So um, I'm going to answer your question, and then before we go over to Brad's hand, because I think he's who's next as well, I do want to mention some updates, because I also see EG's hand here, and I forgot to mention those, so I want to make sure to get those in, too. Uh, Herbie, I believe if you go under accessibility, and then you go to audio description, and you make sure that that is enabled, if that doesn't turn it on for the Hulu show, like if you don't hear audio description, turning it on in the language menu for that show should stay persistent for that installation of hulu so you shouldn't have to go okay. in and do it again but you may have to go turn it on initially okay because i don't see anything in the app uh, app itself but i'll look under the language settings yeah okay. it's under the it's not in the app itself it is under the language settings and then uh what i tell okay. people too is make sure that you go into because apple tv um you can change it and then the next episode it will go back to english if you don't go set that setting under accessibility for audio description if that's not okay. enabled then apple tv is is guilty of going back to english without audio description all right yep all right i'll double check into that perfect and uh i i do want to thank eg for bringing this to my attention because i did the update and didn't even think about it and uh so before we go into this next hand uh if you received a notice of an update on your apple device and really if you receive any notice on any updates especially this time of year nothing huge is coming out so it will um it gives you good information about, or it, typically when there's an update, it's for security or for an actual reason that you need to do an update. And they're not adding much new features right now because they're focusing on iOS 17. So uh, a new zero, a, a couple of zero day bugs were identified in almost all of the Apple products that have a web browser on them, including watchOS, iOS, macOS, and tvOS. So you want to go make sure that you do any of your updates because there has been some security patches uh, that were pushed out and that was done on the 24th. So yesterday, and if you haven't gotten those updates, get them done uh, sooner rather than later. Two things real quick. If you have an Apple Watch, you got to make sure you get your phone updated first, and then yes. you can do your Apple Watch. And if you're on any of the betas, you will not see the alerts for the updates. Katie, who do we have next? We have Brad. a hand in Clubhouse. Go ahead, please, Brad. Yeah, we have uh, Greg Wansinder, Triple G. Go ahead. I believe you're unmuted. 
Hello. Hey, Greg, how are you doing? Am I unmuted? Am yep, we can hear yeah. you. Yeah, okay. we can hear you. Okay, good. Awesome. I just had to ask that because of the name of the thing, um, the name of the show. Anyway, for streaming music, um, I've never thought of SiriusXM as a discovery platform before. I do listen to that a lot. Um, but mainly, um, my music lately has been The Dark Forest and Night Manager, which is a game that you all have to get into. No, but um, I've been listening to um, Caleb and Air One and, you know, things like that for um, just free streaming music. I don't like paying for streaming music if I don't have to. Um, my question for you is this. Um, I really liked that ACB used Adam as their voice for uh, convention. And I was just kind of thinking it'd be cool if Jaws could get, you know, that Adam voice or, you know, iPhone could get Adam somehow. Um, do we know where that specific uh, voice is available? And are there any other AI voices? that you guys know of coming to either JAWS or um, Apple land, iPhone, you know, world. Uh, I have not I'm heard anything new this year for any of the Apple platforms for voices, but that doesn't mean they're not coming. We'll just have to see when they come out, what they've done for any new voices. If you want an okay. AI voice for iOS, though, play with the new Siri voices in conjunction with, well, not new, but the Siri voices in conjunction with voiceover. And that might give you a different experience that you may like. I did not like that experience, but it, it might be worth playing with for you. To answer your first question, though, um, Triple G, one of the tools that ACB Media used while producing those audio files was 11 Labs, 11 spelt out. And on 11 Labs, I believe they have six to 10 different voices that you can pick from, give it up to 5,000 characters at a time of content, and then download an MP3 file. So for my local chapter, uh, of ACB of Oregon, we actually use 11 labs to put our minutes in, and then we play the minutes through on Zoom so people in person can easily hear them and the people in Zoom can hear them just fine as well. And because it's such a high quality voice, we actually use one of the other voices, and I can't remember her name right now, but it was one of the female voices. And then in addition, 11 labs will is one of the tools out there that will allow you to take your own voice and turn your voice into an AI voice to read content. These tools are not currently available as uh, additional voices for any of the major screen readers. Uh, I've seen some discussion about that possibly happening because there are some APIs, but I don't foresee that happening right this minute um, that I'm aware of. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully that answers your questions. Yeah, I'll have to play. I've not played around with 11 labs at all. So I'll, and I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but I'll, I'll play around with it. And who knows, maybe I'll give you an update on how it's working for me on one of the next upcoming shows. So, okay. Sounds like a plan. Thanks a lot. Great. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Next, we have iPhone 2. So please unmute and tell us who you are. iPhone 2, please unmute. While we're waiting for iPhone 2, who do we got after that? We have Pam Coffee. Oh, I think iPhone 2 got iPhone 2? I think so. Um, my, You're unmuted. The, okay, I am unmuted. Thank you. Yes. yes. I, does, who are, are you, the please? last three digits, or does it even show the digit? It doesn't no, show the digits. It just says iPhone 2. Oh, okay. Well, th this What's your be, name, please? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Terry Turlaw. From in Louisville, and uh, I raised to ask a really odd question. If you would prefer to stay on streaming music, I can wait and ask it another no, time. Go for it. No, no, go ahead and ask okay. your question. Thank you. Using Outlook 22, I think, or 21, and JAWS, um, the not quite the current release but the one just before it um i have this bizarre thing happen sometimes when i'm writing an email message one it's it's 
And this has happened to me several times. It used to happen at work and now I don't. One key refuses to be treated like a keystroke. And if you hit that, like in it might be an F or usually in the home row. And what I have to do to make that key, um, you know, deliver the letter is to close jaws and reopen it. And I don't know if you guys have heard of anything like this, but I'd sure like to know if there's anything I can do to make that not happen. Thank you. So I've not had this specifically happen. It does make it interesting that if you close JAWS and then reopen it, it uh, will uh, let you type that key by chance. And you may or may not have tried this. Have you tried tapping the alt or control key twice quickly and then seeing if the key works? And the reason I say that is because sometimes I have noticed, depending on the keyboard, the alt or control key can get locked and it it's simulating that it's actually pressing that key in combination with the key that isn't typing. So I wonder okay. if tapping one of those keys twice quickly um, yeah. once to activate alt and the second time to deactivate it, if that would fix mm -hmm. the problem for you. Well, I'll sure try that. Thank yeah. you. No worries, Terry. Yeah. And just one last quick tip. You may have already known this, but for those who do not know, if you need to quickly restart JAWS, you can use JAWS key, insert or caps lock, followed by space bar. That'll be, take you into the layered keystrokes. And then just tap the F4 key. And that is the same as turning JAWS off and then turning it back on. Wait a couple of seconds what? and JAWS will be restarted. Great. Thank you. And lastly, check your updates and make sure you have everything up to date yeah. so that uh, it'll resolve any issues if you have any. Thank you. Thanks, Terry. And I think Pam was next. So go ahead, Pam. Yes. Okay. Uh, my music choice absolutely is Apple Music. I have not had a problem with the search, but I will confess, uh, unfortunately, I have not had a whole lot of time to do that lately. I've been so busy with other stuff. But um, I also use. Um, YouTube. I'm not on premium, none of that fancy YouTube premium stuff. Um, because sometimes I need to share music with people who do not have an Apple device or of any sort. Um, but what I don't like, speaking of search, oh, the search on YouTube has gotten awful lately. Uh, the other day I was looking for a song. I won't go into all the details, but I could remember the name of the song. It was a very old song, like 19, in 1964. I could not remember the name of the group that sang it. So I typed in on YouTube the name of the song. They showed just about everything except the one I was looking for. And then when I would bring one up trying to get back into the list of search results was just an absolute pain. And I haven't had a problem with that up to now, but now it's horrible. And I never found it, never found the song, but someone that I had emailed about that found it on Lady A. I don't have a Lady A. I had not had time to search for the song, just doing a, a web search. But the uh, the search process on YouTube, at least from my perspective, is absolutely awful now. It's just a royal pain. But I love Apple Music. So that's my Thank two you, cents worth. All right, Pam, thanks it. a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. Katie. Next we have Carrie. Go ahead, please, Carrie. Hello, Carrie. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Back Great to work. Great to see Katie. you. <laughs> So I have a question for you guys. I, I um, recently need to start tracking my sleep and I tried the sleep app with my Apple watch and the first night it didn't give me any kind of data, but then the second night it did. And I don't know if that's the best app to use or if there's something else that may be better for tracking sleep patterns. I would look at sleep plus plus. Yep. Sleep plus plus. Yep. yep. Okay. The developer's awesome. It works with voiceover. It's a great app. They make some other apps that are really great also. So I would definitely check that out. 
and spend okay, three dollars to disable the in-app ads. There, I, I, I know often you know saving a little bit of money is nice. I just like to support that developer, but he does a great job. Um, and it will give you can set it up to to notify you at a certain time of day, um, mm-hmm. with a summary of your sleep for the previous night. So if you need to keep track oh, nice. of that information, and it will add it to the health app as well. Oh, nice. And so is that plus plus spelled out or the plus symbols? It is the plus symbols. Okay. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks, Next, Carrie. Have we a have good one. Jeff. Jeff, oh, go ahead, please. Hey, Jeff. Hey. How you doing? Hey, Marty. Uh, good to talk with you and yep, the yep. Michaels as well. Likewise. Uh, Apple Music. I used to be a YouTube premium at the $7.99. You know, I got it when it first started and it, I'm with Pam. Like it just became um, awful. But I've been on. Apple Music since I've had an iPhone and I really enjoy it. I'm with Herbie, like the lossless stuff. We were listening uh, to a song in the in the car on the radio, and we got home and listened to the same song on just a um, you know just a smart speaker, and the sound of the song was just incredible compared to what it sounded like on the radio. Oh, yeah. It's going to sound way better than the radio. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking for a recommendation. I hope you guys can help. So I use, um, I'm assuming like most blind people, you know, earphones or earbuds are very important. And I use um, Powerbeats Pro. They, um, of course, they're, they work seamlessly with all the Apple stuff. And I like them because they have uh, hooks that go over the ear for whatever reason my ears don't like um, you know earbuds that you just put in so having the the hook helps a lot um you know for like whenever i'm running or working out the power beats pro whenever i'm on a phone call the person that i'm speaking to cannot hear me it's either garbled or extremely low so i'm looking for another thing you know that's that's close to that, that has exceptional call quality, um, specifically the, the microphone part of it. You guys have any recommendations? If, you, if, you're, if you're looking about uh, the best like microphones, typically the Apple, uh, any of the Apple earbuds have the best microphones. Um, they do start, you know, with the three different models. So you can go as low as whatever the, most inexpensive ones are. And then there's the middle ones, which are a little bit better. And then there's the pro twos, which have silicone tips and a lot of other features and all of that. If you're not wanting to be in, in the in the Apple ecosystem, there's is a ton of other stuff out there and <coughs> anchors a good one. They uh, have a lot of different options and have a lot of the same features at a much lesser price. Again, the issue with all of these is the way they fit. You know, every single set of earbuds fit differently depending on the person. Um, you can go with something that doesn't fit in the ear and do like something like the shocks. Those don't have great sound for audio, but they have good microphones on them and they're really utilitarian. They don't fall out and you can hear what's going on around you if uh, that's something that's important to you while still being able to hear the person that you're talking to. Uh, Again, they're not great for music, but they're good utilitarian, especially if you're out and about and you're concerned about an earbud falling out of your ear or anything like that. There's also the beats. I mean, there's just endless stuff out there. Michael, what do you think? So I want to mention one thing with the AirPods that's really a a top-notch Apple with the H chips has done some microphone magic and they sound above the typical 16K quality of microphones. So you using AirPods Pro second generations and I think the AirPods 3 and the AirPods Max have this. Uh they sound better on, you know, when you record than other than other microphones on standard Bluetooth. Um, so that keep that in mind. Uh, interestingly, they just came out with the Beats uh, Studio Pros that, um, you know, they're nice headphones, but they do not have that feature. So if you're looking at those, just keep that in mind. But, um, you know, the AirPods, if you're in Apple land, are, are really good. 
but there's just so many, so many different things out there. It's just whatever, you know, comfort and, and anything like that, as far as, uh, you know, what's important to you. All right. Thanks guys. I would check your firmware and make sure that your earbuds that you currently have are updated as well as your phone, just to make sure that you're good there. And you could have an issue with your buds. Are they out of warranty already? I I would assume so. Um, Yeah, I've had them for, geez, probably, well, um, almost two years. So I would imagine that they're out of warranty. It's worth checking. I mean, just to see if they are still in warranty, they might be able to do something for you if there's something actually wrong with them. All right. Thank you. Yep. No problem. Next is Doc. Doc, go ahead, please. Hey, Doc. How you doing? You're muted. Oh. Hey, Doc. Okay. Can you hear you now? There we go. Well, I'm being bedeviled. I don't know what's going on here. Um, I'm using JAWS 23. Oh. Windows 11 and Office 21. And I keep having a problem with things disappearing. I'm finding them eventually, but I don't understand what's happening. I, uh, for example, this morning, I got a, an email and it's one that I archive and I use Shift F10 followed by M and arrow to the folder and enter. And this morning, it took almost the entire inbox folders with it. And that's the second time this has happened that I'm aware of. And I went to the folder where I archived that one that I intended to archive, and I found all of the inbox and all of the you know, the folders that uh, were missing there. I was able to forward them back into the in-mail, but I don't don't understand what's causing it because it would seem like you'd have to do almost a select all or, you know, if I were doing it, you know, I would know it because I use my thumb and index finger to do a select all, and that's kind of a, you know, twist around very obtuse movement. And I certainly did not do that. And I was just wondering if you've encountered any, know anybody's encountered this kind of problem. So I have not encountered someone who's had this kind of problem. If I were to encounter it or, or be experiencing it, what I think I would wonder is, Doc, when you find the message that you want to archive, are you typically just using your up and down arrow keys? And then when you hear the message you want to archive, that's when you press shift F10. I've just listened to it. And then I use escape to close it. And then I use the uh, shift F10 followed by M to archive it. So I suspect what's happening and and I'm just going to give you an idea and a potential solution to it. Um, I suspect what's happening is somehow multiple messages that are either opened by you during that time or that you've arrowed to during that time are getting selected somehow. And I don't know how that is, uh, whether that be because you have a preview pane showing and that selects it. I'm not sure if that's the reason. Um, And so when you do the action, it's not just performing the archive action on that one message. It's doing it on any message that's selected. So what I would suggest doing is, reach out to the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk and ask them if there's a setting that could be enabled in Outlook that would be selecting multiple messages at once. And then go check maybe with them if that setting is enabled for you. And if it is, try disabling it. Does that make sense? Yeah. However, the messages that are being left, uh, that are being moved, are not ones that were accessed. They were all older messages some of them going back to oh may or maybe even a little bit Uh, before may do you have outlook set to separate your messages by days so it'll say today and then when you're arrowing down it'll say yesterday and then last week and then last month you hear that at all yeah there's there's archived uh ascending by date so, so my, the yeah, newest is on top. Right. 
So I wonder if maybe when, and, and again, not being there, I'm not a hundred percent sure. And I'll give you this other idea. I wonder if maybe when you're moving an, a message to the archive, if it's the last in that category. So if for some reason you're moving the last message in last week, it's selecting last month as well and archiving those too. So no, I haven't heard other people it, doing it, like, uh, having this know. issue, but it would be worth reaching out to disability answer desk and see if they have. And if you need, we can get you that number as well. Yeah, I did. I reached out to him and the fellow was very kind to move all of the ones that he found them. And it was in the same folder, by the way. Okay. Um, which is kind of interesting because I have archived others and no problem. So it's yeah, both times that, that, that it took all of the older email with it has been archived into the same folder. Right. So I yeah. don't know what, whether there could be anything with that folder that could be, you know, that I just I, don't know. It's beyond me. Yeah, it sounds like it's beyond me, too. But we'll see if anyone else has had that issue where it's archiving older messages to the same folder uh, when you try to move one message. And if we come up with an answer, we'll definitely share it with you. OK, OK, thank you much. No worries. Who do we got Take next? Take care. Juliana, go ahead, please, Juliana. Hey, Belle. Oh, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. I'm on my iPhone uh, this time. I'm sorry. I'm hearing the speech now. Um, So I I was going to say that uh, YouTube is my favorite way to listen to music and other things. And especially on the blind shell, I don't have a, a problem with searching so far. Now, sometimes YouTube will act up and, you know, we have a problem and some, you, we have a problem with even getting YouTube to work, but um, on the blind shell, but, but it's, it's my favorite. Um, and then I have Sirius XM and um, I don't have a radio. I just have um, the um, A-Girls, uh, A-L-E-X-A and whatever you want to call your um, speaker. Um, and enjoy. I really enjoy uh, Sirius XM. And um, but how do I get as as far as, far as music is concerned? Um, I get an email once a month, and it's called um, "Sing for Joy," and it's uh, put out by the Saint Olaf Singers um, or Saint Yeah Saint Olaf Singers, and it is. Um, Every week they have a 30-minute program, and I cannot get the music to play on my iPhone. So what what can I do? You, what do you mean? You can't, like So you get the talking okay. part, but not I the inter- music, or you don't get it at all? I, I get the talking. Uh, I open it up, and I find mm-hmm. the date I want to listen to, the program, and I uh, touch uh, the, uh, tap the link, and you know, go down to try to get it to play and it doesn't. So what, what could be the problem there? So the original uh, broadcast of that show might be the only time they're allowed to use that music. And so that when you get it later, which is after the initial time that it went live, they may not have the rights to be able to use the music then. So that's why they only have the talking at, you know, when you're listening to it at the later date. Well, it works on my computer. Oh, so you do get the music on your computer, but you don't get yeah. the music on. That's weird because the stream, you'd think if it plays, it would just play everything. So yeah. I want to ask you a quick question, Bell, just to clarify that I'm understanding correctly. When you tap on the link in the email, do you hear any audio from the stream or is the only voice you're hearing voiceover's voice? The voiceover. Okay, so you don't hear any stream audio. So what you're saying is when you tap on the link from the email, you're not able to play any of the audio from the recording. But if you press enter on the link on your computer, it plays just fine. Just just fine. I mean, I have to go to play, you know, and gotcha. and so but and, that and I'm when saying. you're on your iPhone, do you find a play button or have you not been able to find it on the iPhone? I've not been able to find it. Because it sounds like, and you can forward this email to us, you have our email address and we can take a look at it specifically. But to me, it sounds like their website's not optimized for mobile browsers or the play button isn't labeled. So voiceover isn't finding the play button. Or it's an unsupported stream type on iOS. I I doubt it, but 
uh it could be yeah but forward okay. the email to us and we can take a look and give you some more feedback and maybe we can reach out with you to uh contact them if it's something that can be fixed thank you we know this programming guy named michael who can give some feedback to him okay thanks <laughs> for sure yep no problem who do we got next we have charlotte go ahead please charlotte hey charlotte uh, hi um I came into the call late, and this is also my first time on the call. Well, welcome. Um, thank you. I, I don't know whether it's, it's focused on music, this call, so my nope, question would be you can ask any tech question you want. Okay, that's, all right. That's just a question of the day. Okay. But you can ask um, any tech question that you have. Thank you. I have an iPad, um, uh, laptop, MacBook Air, and an iPhone. And on all of those, sometimes things I'm trying to read are in gray. They're gray and they're very, very hard to read. Is there any way to change the color of what is there on, you know, what's on my screen? Yeah, there's, the a, lettering? Couple, yeah. there's a couple of different options that you have as long as you're updated to something current. I am. The first, the first thing would be uh, what's called dark mode. And what that does is it changes the background on everything to black and the text, okay. it changes it to white. Okay. So that's one thing that you can do. And you would do that in the settings. Mm -hmm. um, there is also a way to go in and make the text bold. And that will make it stand out a little bit more if that's something that helps you. Okay. And then there's also transparency, uh, or not transparency, but um, uh, invert. You can invert the colors. So you would go into the settings and go into accessibility, and you can invert. And oh, okay. that might help you as well. Those are the okay. three things I would start with. Now, the only way that would not work is huh. if the app you're trying to use to read the information yeah. is not have the ability to go into dark mode. Okay. Not every single app does that. Most do now. But uh, you, you just got to make sure. So okay, there. so the to go to dark mode, that's in settings. Settings for the app is that how no, it, the, it works? It's in the in the phone or iPad settings app. Oh, so okay. You can, you can open settings, and you can actually at the top do a search for these things like dark mode. Okay. Um, or or um, there is also uh, there is a reduced transparency option. Uh, there is bold text. And there's even a high contrast that can remove, uh, that can that can make it more of a contrast. There's even uh, where you can turn on button shapes and um, things like that. So uh, there's all if you go under i uh, or the if you go into the accessibility settings and you uh -huh. go uh, and you go look through there, um, there's a lot under vision, and okay. you can change a lot of of. Um, you could turn down the white balance, I think it's called. There's there's a whole lot of things. Okay, I'll play around added. with that. Yeah, there's, there's only one in that there. list is the dark mode is not in accessibility. It's actually in. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. That's it's under, in uh, uh, display. Display and yeah, it's okay. in the display one. Dark yeah, mode so is you'll in see. Display. It's there'll be two options right when you go in there, and one will be regular mode, and one will be dark mode. You just switch mm -hmm. it, and then it'll anything on your device uh -huh. that will have the ability to go into dark mode, it will across your whole device. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's kind of helpful. Um, I don't know whether dark is going to help me personally. Um, it's just something to try. It's something to try. Mm -hmm. the, the other thing I wanted to mention is and you probably are totally aware of this is it's not everything that I'm looking at. I might be, you know, on a page and some of what's showing on the screen is in dark lettering and that's easy to see, but then some of it will be in this gray lettering that is very difficult. Yeah. So, it's going to be a trial and error and you're going to have to kind of play around and see okay. Uh, it does not work in Safari when you go into dark mode. Safari oh. will still just be regular, so that's something okay. to take note of if you use Safari a lot. Okay. That depends. There that is depends a on the web page. That really depends on some pages will not all. Okay, right, but there is a plugin called Noir which you could get, and that uh -huh. will make your Safari dark mode. Okay. Um, and the only other thing is once you figure this all out on whatever device you choose to start on, you'll have uh -huh. to go do the same thing on all the other on devices. All of them. Yes. Yeah, that's what I figure. I think I'll start playing with it 
on my iPad. And then if depending on my level of success, I can go to the other ones, but I yeah. appreciate those tips. Yep. Good Thank luck. You and so if you much. have any other questions, feel free to come back and ask. Away. Okay. Thank you. All right. Next we have iPhone. Please unmute and tell us who you are. Hi, um, this is Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Um, I just, I don't have a question, but I have a comment. Okay. Um, first of all, I wanted my, my uh, music service of preference is Apple Music. Okay. And I really enjoy that. And um, I wanted to comment on the, um, I recently got the Aftershocks and I really love them. Oh, yeah, they're great. So they are for, now they're terrible for music and stuff. And <laughs> But yeah, I tell everyone they're utilitarian, you know, they're good they, for if you're getting out like and about, if you need to make phone calls. But if you're into music, I wouldn't suggest them for listening to music. Oh, no. Um, I have AirPods, but since they they um, change them and, and have the tips on them now, I can't keep them in my ears. Uh, there's different annoying. size tips in the box, so you can change know, out the size of the tips. Every but... one of them. You can go back to the third generation, which is like the whole thing is more of a plastic. You can't change the chips on them, but you might like that better. Yeah, I've thought about that. Um, the battery life on them is is pretty bad, though. That's the only reason. Yeah. So anyway, but I, I just wanted to comment and say that I really like the aftershocks. Thanks for that recommendation. And, and basically to say that for other people who might be looking for a good headset for like Zoom calls, stuff like that. Great. Well, so. thank you very much. We appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Have a good day. You too. Next, right. we have Sheila. Go ahead, please, Sheila. Hello, Sheila. Hey, guys. How are you? How are you? Um, okay. Um, I have moved into the modern kind of world, and I got a smart TV, and now I've got a Fire Stick working. I just got my Netflix account set up on it, but I can't figure out how to do the audio description. So where do I look for that? on the remote how do right. I, how do i get into netflix and turn on audio description and this is on a fire stick is that correct yeah. mm-hmm. okay so i don't know off the top of my head but it looks like if you do you know where the menu button did you First of all, let me ask you, because my wife really gets pissed, at, uh, upset at me <laughs> when I just Google something and I copy the result. And she's like, you think I didn't Google it? So did you Google this by chance? Um, no. Okay. So do you know where the menu button is on your uh, uh, remote? Yes. It should be the center one on the top of the three buttons. The Perfect. The center. Yeah. So according to Google, what you would want to do is start the playback of a Netflix uh, title, for example. Okay. Press the menu button and that will open additional playback options. Select audio, press OK. And under audio is where you should find the audio description track that you can press OK on. And it appears to stay consistent once you do it once on a title. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Thanks. Thanks, Sheila. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks, Sheila. And before we go to the next person, I see Brad has his hand up, so I don't want to ignore Clubhouse. Brad, do you have someone in Clubhouse? Uh, Yes, we do. It says uh, Tony Burroughs. So that could be Tony or it could be DJ. You're on stage and you're unmuted. Go ahead. Wow, you about know us real well, don't you? Hey, DJ. Hey, DJ. How you doing? I'm doing great. So uh, just kind of piggyback off of what... uh, she was going through with Fire Stick. Now, I have a Fire Stick TV as well. And now I'm wondering if what you were saying to Sheila, even with Netflix, does that apply to anything in Fire Stick in general, like like maybe Peacock or something like that, or just general whatever? Yeah, typically that will get you to enable audio description for that. So the first thing that I would do if I was in your situation, and and full transparency, Mm -hmm. I have not used Fire OS in several years. But the first thing I would do is press that OK button or the menu button and then go over Mm -hmm. to audio or language and look under audio or language and see if English or your favorite language with audio description is available. And if you hear that, choose the select button and that should enable audio description within that app on your Fire TV. Oh, okay. Now, getting back to my comment, so to speak, uh, first of all, thank you so much for recommending the pluggable keyboard. I call them pluggy for short. Uh, but one thing that I have discovered, uh, and it's kind of kind of weird, 
um, whenever I'm texting or if I'm sending out an email, I'm writing an email and I want to delete a character. Um, well, ordinarily, when I press the delete button, it would go back or something like that there. But what I discovered is that, you know, I, I go, I, I, if there's something I want to erase uh, and change, I'll do a left arrow. And then that'll put me in front of the character I want to delete. And then I'll press the delete button that way. Is, is that a conventional way of doing that? Because what I was doing until I found out I could do that was whenever I needed to erase something, I would close up the keyboard, cut it off, and then go to my phone and delete whatever I need. And that began to be a hassle. So I started playing around with it. And that's when I just thought about the delete button because I was like, how come the delete button is not working? I'm pressing it and nothing's happening. So I then accidentally started noticing I was deleting something and it was going forward. And I'm like, so I tried it and then accidentally. Yeah. So with that keyboard, I believe that delete button is treated as a delete button and not a backspace button. So I do believe that's Mm -hmm. the behavior that, that is expected um, there might be some settings in voiceover to go in and change the behavior of that button. And that might be worth looking into. Otherwise doing your workaround seems to work or to save yourself one quick step, you could use shift left arrow and that should select that character that you want to delete and then use the delete key to delete it and then just continue typing. Cause that's what I tend to do is the shift, shift left arrow. Shift left arrow. Okay. Yep. To select that character. Sense. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much. We're in the mix. Thank you. You'll be hearing from me some more. I got you locked into my contact. All right. Thank you. And we <laughs> should try and uh, get through these uh, people. We're starting to run out of time. Yep. It's 10 of the hour. And next we have Agnes. Go ahead, please. Agnes. Hi. Hey, Agnes, how are hey, you? Hey, fine. Thanks. I have a really quick question. When I go, I use Microsoft Edge. And when I go into Google, it used to be I could go into Google and easily find where to put in my search. But now when I go into Google, there's just a whole bunch of other stuff they think I want to read and stuff like that. How can I get that not to come up? So I can't tell you how to get it not to come up, but the fastest way to do it, uh, to get to that search field, and you may already know this, is I go to the top of the page, hit E for Uh edit field, and then hit enter. I did a podcast on, uh, well, a quick clip on FSCast that you could go look back in the archives for, uh, search for flexible web, and okay. you can set JAWS to automatically start you at that edit field if it's not doing that already. Okay, so and, I would I would hit edit, E for edit, did you say? Yep, and I think Michael D. had a suggestion. Yes, and one of the things that I really uh, use a lot is just typing in the address bar will we'll usually do a Google search as well. Yes. Um, so if you know to go up to your address bar, no matter where you are, and you just start typing, even if you're not on Google, um, it'll do a search. Usually do a, a search. Now, if you're an Edge, you may have to set your your default search engine to Google mm-hmm. instead of Bing. But um, yeah, that that's the the way that I always do it because I yep. just don't care for all of the automatic. Uh, uh, um, suggestions that Google gives when you're in their edit field. So right. I, I yes. set my search engine and just use the address bar. Okay, thank you much. Yep, good luck. Thank you. Next, we have Nora. Go ahead, please, Nora. Hey, Nora. Hi, everyone. Um, my issue I have here is I want to set up my voicemail on an Android phone, Android 6 or 11, and I have I have it now on the settings. It says voicemail number, and I'll push OK. Even though, even it says no changes were made, so I'm trying to set up uh, learn how to set up the voicemail so I can receive messages. So that could be a carrier restriction, uh, depending on the app with Android, uh, what's going on. So when you go, and we are getting short on time, so I'll make this as quick as I can. When you go into the phone app and you tap on voicemail, that's when you're experiencing this? Or did you download an app from the Play Store called Voicemail? No, I just clicked on when it called, and then I, mm-hmm. then I, then I went to, uh, then I, I can't remember where I went to, but it just went. Uh, I can't remember why I went, but then okay. 
I have looked up, looked up on, I can't find, uh, when I'm on the, the phone app, number app, the number app here, I click on the picture of the app, the phone, and I click on it, and I, guess, and I don't see any, uh, so, create new account. I don't, so I don't what know. I would do then in that case, Nora, is call your voicemail provider from another or your cell phone provider from another phone because yeah. they may have a specific voicemail app they want you to download. I have yeah. seen that on Android and I would check to see if they and what their guidance are to get into your voicemail. Yeah, that's right. Thank you very much. And what is no your worries. address? What is your email address for the unmute? Yeah, it's feedback at unmute.show. Oh, okay. Feedback at unmute.show. Yes, okay, ma'am. Thank you. Thank Thanks. You. Good luck. It's okay. Sure will. Thank you. And we have time to take this last hand before we wrap it up. Go ahead, please, Jeff. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Hi. Um, I'm going to be losing access to Outlook, Word, and Excel through my employer. And I was curious if there is um, like a discounted rate out there to be had for that access and thank you it's free on any of the apple products so iphone ipad mac you can download outlook for free um also they have either 365 which you pay a monthly fee for but if you actually that's it there's another option because they have a student teacher kind of edition but they do not include outlook in it Mm. all right well the Outlook is free, but they do have the student and teacher version uh, that you can get. Uh, there, uh, there's an individual license you can get, I think, for seven a month. I think it's t- uh, $9.99 for the family. Uh, full fa- uh, family edition as well. You can also pay yearly $70 for the um, individual, and I think it's like 100 to 120 for the family. And the one that's the student teacher edition that you would just download and install on your computer, you wouldn't get. It's a one-time fee. It's not a monthly fee. That does not come with Outlook. Right. But since Outlook's free, you'd have you'd just go get that separately. Well, yeah, so, not on Windows, though. Okay. Yes. So what? one other thing that I would also suggest is if you're a Costco member, you can get a discounted rate at Costco as well. Okay. Thank you very much. Yep. All, All right. Ready. And that gets us till about the end of this. So. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for being here. If anyone has any questions, comments, or anything else, you can reach us at feedback at unmute.show. And thanks, Katie and Brad, for all your help today. We much appreciate it. Everyone have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. 